You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. A looming federal government shutdown could stall New York State's ongoing efforts to deal with the migrant crisis. But Governor Kathy Hochul says it's still not completely clear what the effect could be if there is a shutdown. She says while human services workers are essential and will not be impacted, the state just opened a new facility where 50 to 60 federal workers are helping migrants process their claims for asylum. So there is potential that this will have an impact on our ability to take advantage of this brand new opportunity to let these people work, put them to work. So um, we'll see. Hochul maintains that Republicans do not want to see the migrant crisis resolved because it is a great political talking point for the GOP. About three million New Yorkers use cannabis regularly, and the state's legal market is expected to generate five to eight billion dollars by the end of the decade. But the illicit market remains a major challenge, says John Kajia. He's head of policy for the Office of Cannabis Management. He says robust enforcement is needed. In every other legal uh, state where good, robust enforcement efforts paired with significant expansion of retail access has been far more effective than trying to uh, do enforcement alone. Enforcement alone has been the past century and it clearly has not worked. Kajia spoke Tuesday at the first meeting of a cannabis industry and market subcommittee. He says that group will be working with the advisory board and stakeholders to ensure that consumers have access to New York's legal cannabis products. Owners of a former hotel in downtown Rochester are making a last-minute pitch to save the property from demolition. The century-old Richford Hotel at Elm and Chestnut sits across from the Hotel Cadillac and at the edge of the Midtown Block. It's been vacant for decades and behind barricades since its metal siding began falling off last year. Now its owners have hired developer Patrick Dutton to formulate a plan to renovate the building into dozens of market rate and affordable apartments. But they have to get past a Thursday demolition hearing where the city will argue that the building is unsafe and a public nuisance. Here's Dutton. This facade falling off was the best thing to happen to this building. It exposed a historic facade underneath, and now you have this gorgeous brick with beautiful window openings, and they're all in good shape. Dutton says a structural assessment is the first step. In a statement, the city said the demolition hearing will proceed, but city officials are willing to work with a developer who has, in their words, solid plans and the finances to quickly address a concerning property. Monroe County's Economic Development Board voted unanimously Tuesday to terminate tax breaks for the former Kodak Hawkeye plant and its current owner, WBS Capital. The company owes a combined $260,000 to the county and the city of Rochester in delinquent tax-related payments. Government officials now can sue to collect the debts. The company has filed for bankruptcy protection and put the property up for sale. An auction is set for early November. WXXI News was first to report this week on a litany of problems involving the property. The sprawling facility in northeast Rochester was to be redeveloped for apartments, offices, and online retail warehouse. The owners instead invested in a sizable hemp growing operation but could not keep the lights on. The building has been without power since last April.
A statewide coalition calling for equitable access to quality child care for all children in New York says it starts with paying a living wage for workers in the field. The reason why our child care um, work is not taking off in the way that it should, despite huge amounts of money being put into eligibility and affordability, is because we have not paid the workforce. That's Andrew Hevesy, chair of the state's Committee on Children and Families, agreeing with the legislative priorities of the Empire State Campaign for Child Care. So Shoshana Herskowitz is the campaign's manager. She says the workforce has and will continue to be a priority. If you're not making a thriving wage, you cannot support the parents who are going to work. It's just you can expand subsidies as much as you want, but you need to pay the workforce a thriving wage. You can find more local news on our website, WXXINews.org.